Support for Veterans Corner on Veterans Corner Radio is made possible by M&M Printing and the Observer News of Ruskin. Hello and welcome to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts, information for and about veterans. For this podcast, host Bill Hodges once again talks with Kevin Friel, Deputy Director of Veterans Administration, Office of Pensions and Fiduciary Services. Deputy Director Friel was on our podcast back in October of 2021, and the program was so popular in the way he outlined how to control your benefits, we brought him back. In this podcast, he begins by sharing criteria for benefit payments to both veterans and survivors, along with some good news on how pensions will be paid. Here now is Bill Hodges with Veterans Corner Radio on Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts. Welcome to Veterans Corner, a show dedicated to providing information to all those who have served our country's military and to their families. Now, here is your host, newspaper columnist, management trainer, and Air Force veteran, Bill Hodges. Hi, I am Bill Hodges, and this is Veterans Corner Radio. We always, with every Veterans Corner Radio, suggest you have pencil and paper so that you can write down some of the valuable information that you're going to get here. Also, along with that, if there's someone else in the house, a part of your household, bring them in to listen too, because having an extra set of ears and an extra mind to hear some of the materials will be very, very good. We have a guy who was with us in October and uh, lit up the board. Everybody enjoyed having him. We've invited him back. It's Mr. Kevin Friel, Deputy Director, Pensions and Fiduciary Services available from the VA for you. If you're getting a check of any way, shape, and form from the VA, it is most likely coming through this gentleman's office. Deputy Director Feel, welcome aboard. Thank you, Bill. So yes, um, kind of give you a little overview of our of what our office does. It is pension and fiduciary service. In our program, though, we we oversee several uh, benefits. Uh, so in the pension arena, when we talk about that, that's typically where the benefit comes from. We have both survivors and veterans pen- pension. Uh, it's a benefit that's it's a needs-based benefit. Basically, it is for lower income uh, veterans or their survivors or veterans who may have a high amount of medical expenses. Uh, in this, we have the eligibility requirements, which is the veteran has to have served one day of wartime service. You know, their character of discharge had to be um, other than dishonorable. And depending on the time that they served, if they served prior to September 7th, 1980, then they had to have served at least 90 consecutive days. After that, it was 24 months. And as I said, it's a needs-based program with that one-day one wartime requirement needed. Uh, we also oversee the DIC program, the Dependency Indemnity Compensation Program. Um, that is for surviving spouses, children, and 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 some and parents who were where the veteran passed away of a service-connected disability or a condition that was related to or secondary to that service-connected disability. So we pay a monthly benefit, m- monthly stipend with that coming out of 
that ability, you know, to make that determination. One of the things that's going to be changing in that program is for uh, veterans who signed up for the Survivors Benefit Program when they who retired from the military and uh, signed up for that program. We currently have an offset, right, which means that if the veteran passes away and his surviving spouse gets uh, survivor's benefits from the DOD, we off- that benefit gets offset dollar for dollar for what we give them in the, in the DIC program. Congress passed the law a couple of years ago, and so in 2021, the offset was reduced by a third. In 2022, it's now offset by two-thirds. But effective January 1st, 2023, there will no longer be an offset. So oh, that's wonderful spouse, news for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people. So the, the survivors will be able to get both benefits in whole, right? They'll be no longer get an offset. You know, with our benefit, it's non-taxable. So that's why the offset was to the SBP is because SBP is taxable. So it's more beneficial for them to, to get the offset that way. But starting January 1st, 2023, there will no longer be an offset, which, which is good news for everybody. And we also under, oversee the burial pro, the burial benefits that are uh, provided to veterans and keeping in, in mind, you know, that, you know, Congress passed the Dignified Burial Act. And part of that is the burial benefits that we provide. So in that, we have three different benefits that we pay. We pay a burial benefit, which right now is $300. Congress did just pass a bill that will change that in 2023. Uh, That will go up to um, match what the plot payment is. Currently, the plot payment is about $830. So the burial benefit will go from $300 to to over $800 um, sometime next year. That is a jump. Yes. So that's the burial benefit. That's just to kind of offset some of the costs with with the burial, you know, the having to buy an urn or a, a, a casket and, you know, just the overall cost of that. Uh, and then we pay a plot benefit for veterans who are buried in a, a non-VA or state plot, state cemetery, state veteran cemetery will reimburse a plot of up to 800, as I say, about $830. And then in certain circumstances, you know, either A, the veterans buried in the, in the national cemetery or B, the veteran dies in the VA medical center, we also pay a transportation cost to get the, you know, the, the veterans remains from the, the home or the funeral home to the cemetery or from the VA medical center to the, to the, to the resting place. My um, goodness. That, th- those are things that I really wasn't aware of. I mean, I knew some, but some of those things, we're going to have to do a whole program on that. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, um, it, and it is, it is good. Now to be eligible for the burial benefits, there are some requirements, uh, you know, they are, that either the veteran be in receipt of VA benefits, either compensation or pension at the time of their death, or have a claim pending that would make them eligible, or that they pass away in a VA medical center. So any of those circumstances, they will we they are then entitled to those benefits. Now there is one exception to that, and that's where the the veteran's remains are unclaimed. So if a, a veteran, you know, is, is in a worst case scenario where they're homeless or they pass away and, and no one, there's no family members to, to claim their remains, we will actually pay those benefits to a funeral home or uh, the individual who takes the, um, takes the step, steps forward basically to ensure that that veteran receives a dignified burial. Uh, we will help offset that cost through that program. That's fantastic. You know, invariably, I hear from veterans saying, well, I didn't get this or I didn't get that or my father didn't get. And the hardest battle I have to fight, and I suspect you do too, is this is not your father's VA. You folks are moving forward. It's a very progressive look forward VA. And I'm excited to see the programs you're coming up with in order to provide better service and quicker service 
for a lot of people. One of those programs is the uh, program that you're doing right now on pension, pension automotive. You're doing right now on pension automation. Yeah, we're really proud of that and, and the steps we've made. And, and in reality, to be to be truthful, we've kind of stayed below the radar. Uh, we've actually been automating since 2014. Uh, in 2014, Congress passed the law that says, hey, VA, you should pay a surviving spouse the benefits they're entitled to based off of the evidence of record when the veteran passes away. So what we began there is like, hey, if you know, and we had just changed regulations about the prioritizing who gets the burial benefits. So we've made the spouse the number one priority. So what we do now is when we receive notification from a surviving spouse that, it, and we've been doing this since 2014, we receive notification from a surviving spouse that a veteran had passed away. We validate that information and then we will trigger a payment to them. Um, we'll send out a letter, six days later, we'll trigger a payment to them for the burial and plot benefit, you know, based off the information we get from them on the phone call. And then if the veteran had, you know, met certain criteria for being 100% for specific periods of time, we'll even grant DIC and they don't even submit an application. Wow. That is just getting the information from them over the phone and having the right information in our system to go ahead and make that payment. Like, and as I said, with no application. So within six days of notification, we have cut the check uh, to that surviving spouse. You know, we do this because we realize for our population and for the population that we serve, the veterans that we serve, typically the marriages are extended periods of time. You know, these are not like they were married for a year or two. We're talking 20, 30, 40, 50 years in a lot of cases. And so that's a lot, you know, we realize the grieving period, you know, when you've been with someone for that long, it's, it's, it's very hard. And so anything we can do to alleviate the burden is what we're trying to do and getting the payments to them as quickly as possible without having to have the burden for them to have to actually fill out an application it is great for us, right? It's what, it's what we want to be doing. Um, we also work, uh, we also have an automation, a little automation process we do with the state cemetery. So when a state cemetery interns a veteran, they're entitled to get reimbursement for the plot cost. Uh, we have set up a program to allow for automatic payment from them. So they submit their application and we are able to take that application and run it through an automated process and typically pay it in, in under 10 days. So 75% of those claims get paid in under 10 days. Now, the, the big piece, right? What we're doing now, why, what we're really excited about is uh, we started in May of 2020, we implemented enhanced basically our burial DI and DIC automation payments. So right now we are paying probably about 60% of all burial claims we, pay, we receive are automated, which means they come in, we extract the data from the forms, we get the information off the death certificate, and we were able to run that claim through. We do a good bulk of them in one day. One day. Uh, one day. And I, I'll give you an example um, in more in the DIC world, because we're also doing this in DIC. So if the information is correct and you know the, the information on the veteran's death certificate matches a service-connected disability, we're able to make that payment pretty quick. Um, last Monday, we had a claim that came in. We received it and established that claim at 5.03 in the evening. At 8.32 that evening, we processed that claim to completion. We had that claim pending in our system for three hours and 29 minutes. Wow. Um, yes. And, and we're, I mean, we're really excited about it. Now, granted, that's not every claim. I would last, last on that given day, we had 400 and uh, I think it was 469 claims that were actually completed that day. 89 of them were claims that were established that day. We don't get that type of success every day, but we get 30, 40, 50 
uh, typically in a day where it's the same day and it goes out the door. Now, that happens because the beneficiary or the claimant actually has taken the time to make sure that you know, the blocks are all filled in. All the information that is needed on the form is completed. We have the death certificate, you know, and if necessary, we have the proof of service. And when we have all the information we need, where we don't have to go out and request more, we can get these claims done pretty quickly. Uh, typically, what we see as delays are we, we just have to go back and ask for more information because the form's incomplete or there's we don't have the right, you know, death certificate or, or things like that. So the more complete the application is, the much faster we can deliver the benefit. We are so now working on, as I said, those were the burial and DIC benefits. We're very limited in the pension space today in that basically what we do there is we have the system makes eligibility determinations, right? So it, we look at our system and the data we have and say, hey, does the veteran have the wartime service requirement? Did they serve the rec- requisite amount of time? And if not, we can make that decision. But we are currently working on expanding it to be able to actually make pension decisions in an automated space. Uh, we hope to start seeing some type of delivery on that by the end of the calendar year. Fiscal year would be better, but we just give myself a little leeway here and say calendar year. <laughs> over the next five years, we're going to look at expanding our ability to even automate pension claims and get them into that you know one one day turnaround time as as best we can. Well, that would be something to see a pension claim come through in one day. Yes, sir. Uh, and, and like I said, you know, this is a needy population. And so when they come to us, you know, they're coming to us as a, at a time of need and anything we can do to help get that money in their hands as quickly as possible is what we're trying is what we want to be able to do. Well, I think it's exciting to realize that, as I said, this is not your father's VA. This is a much more progressive, forward looking VA that is really there. I think you're secretary came in and he said, your job, your only job is to serve veterans. Anybody that doesn't like that, there's a door. And it seems to me that y'all are following his directive. Yes, we are. We're we are pushing really hard. And, you know, we take that challenge to heart, right? And we are, we're doing our best. I will also tell you that for those interested, if you go to uh, va.gov, the www.va.gov, when you look at the webpage, if you scroll down, there's actually a, a link towards, you know, towards the middle portion of the page that has pension. If you click on that, it'll provide you all the information you need about submitting a claim and even provide you the link to be able to submit that claim electronically. Now, as far as the survivors go, there's a link that's, it's called, it's family members, right? Family benefits. And it, it will not only provide you, you know, the surviving spouse information about survivor's pension, but it'll also talk about the burial benefits It'll also talk about DIC and it'll cover other benefits that they may be entitled to, you know, based off the decision we make in the DIC claim. So there's a lot of information that's available on, on the website, which again is www.va.gov that, that kind of outlays and gives you instructions on how to apply and the best access to us. Is there um, a the number one- they can call Deputy Director Friel? Is there a number? Because some of these folks are older. They're not really computer literate. Is there something they can call and talk to somebody? Yes. If you need assistance, you can call 1-800-827-1000. That's our toll-free number. Slowly. Oh, sorry about that. Yep. Sorry. 1-800-827-1000. Okay. So that's our national call center. So the national call center can, you know, they can give you some guidance on, on how to apply. They can help get you the forms and the material you need to apply, and they can help talk, talk through areas where you may uh, be struggling with filling out an application. 
So there is that. There's also availability to walk into a, a if you have a VA office that is near you, you have the ability to walk in and um, they will provide you the assistance um, that they need as a, on a walk-in basis. Uh, right now they're take, they're doing it by appointment just because of the COVID protocols and things like that. So call your local uh, regional office or call the 800 number and they can help you get set up in the, for that meeting. The other thing is, is we have a great collaboration with the veteran service organizations. You know, and I don't want to leave anybody out, but you know the big ones. <laughs> don't don't start naming them because <laughs> right. You know, but reaching out to your local veteran service organizations because they will help fill out the form. They will help actually submit the form. They will track the form, and if necessary, they will put pressure on VA to make sure that you know if your application is taking too long, that we can do that. Now, with that being said, the one thing to remember is those organizations are free. There's no fee for them to assist you in doing that. If someone should come in and say, hey, if you pay me X amount of dollars, I'll help you get this benefit. For one, it's against the law for somebody to charge you to submit your initial application, right? They can't do that. There's no fee allowed. We do see, however, there's other opportunities that people are taking. We, I just want to make you aware of the pension poaching, right? Which is where other these entities are trying to come in and take advantage of our veterans and their survivors by charging them exorbitant fees or trying to uh, basically get them to deposit their money into a different account. Uh, please don't fall for that. If you have any questions, call that 800-827-1000 number, contact your local office, or please reach out to a VSO to get assistance. My guest today is Mr. Heaven Friel, Deputy Director of Pension and Fiduciary Services. He was with us in October and promised to come back and share more information. And I can see now We need your office back with some more information here in the very near future. Thank you for being with us. I appreciate it. Remember, you're unique, you're special, and you're great. Tell yourself so often because you are, you know. And we'll talk to you again very soon on Veterans Corner Radio. You've been listening to Veterans Corner with your host, Air Force veteran Bill Hodges. The views expressed on this program are those of Bill and his guests and are opinions based on the best available information. In matters of law or governmental regulation, it will always be best to check with the appropriate agency. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us for the next Veterans Corner. Before we go, here's a quick final thought. Why not take a minute to follow or mark Veterans Corner radio podcasts as a favorite? It's easy, and you'll be among the first to be notified when new episodes of the podcast are released. And thanks for listening to Veterans Corner Radio Podcasts.